0: Hello, what have we here?
1: Welcome to the IDP Nation podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We are your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LV1-year taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. And we are back, once again, the IDP Nation podcast here, and once again, we have a special guest with us on the line. Let's first say hi to Daryl. Daryl, how are you doing?
0: What's going on, Dan? How's it going?
1: Going pretty well. Daryl's got a new toy, new mic, so we'll have new to... New toys. Yeah, Mine's toys,
0: yes. Arm, yeah, it's... Speak, yeah, I'm so, loving it.
1: So we may have some, some quirks to work out with the microphone and sound, right. but uh bear with us we'll get it right here
0: i'll sound better than ever
1: yes well of course (laughs) daryl loves him some daryl but let's get to our guest that's on the line he is from the carson newman eagles he was the player defensive player of the week for his conference the tswa defensive player of the week he had a nice pick six double digit tackles he is darius williams darius how are you
0: Doing good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on.
1: Yeah, you're you're down there in Tennessee land. If people don't know where Carson William Carson Newman is, oh yeah. So, and Daryl was mentioning that he's gonna come down to, to see a game live on a, uh with you. Uh, who are you guys playing that day?
2: Uh, we play UNC Pembroke this week and okay. Catawba the next week. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, he's actually b- about 30 minutes from me. So he's kind of in between me and Knoxville, if everybody knows where Knoxville is. So he's about 30 minutes or so from Knoxville.
2: Yeah.
1: I have no clue. I just know Tennessee's a state.
0: It's
3: <laughs>
1: Down there somewhere. I do teach social studies a little bit, but, you know, we, we, we spend about maybe a couple weeks in the southeast. That's
0: about it. So,
1: but let's get into <laughs> this here a bit, Daryl. You got a couple questions. Go for it. Uh,
0: yeah, um, who introduced you to the game of football?
2: Oh uh, my! My dad introduced me to the game of football at a young age, and then ever since then, I just love the game. Really, didn't really look at any too much, too many other sports. I played track high, I ran track in high school, but besides that, I've been all football.
0: Yeah. Um, so you had some, I guess, offers or visits with other schools. Why did you choose Carmen Carson Newman over them? Uh,
2: Carson Newman. Uh, the Carson Newman coaching staff just came. uh gave me a good uh, family feel, and I uh, felt good when I on my visit. And ever since on my visit, that's the day I committed. And ever since then, uh, oh, yeah. Carson Newman Eagle.
1: cool so talking about your game what do you think the the best part of your game is obviously you have uh seven interceptions so that's uh pretty pretty uh definitely a high number for for some of the you know college players so that's obviously something i guess a strong part what else do you think is a strong part of your game
2: uh i would just say play recognition uh just being being able to recognize plays and using my instincts to make a play and also just uh being a ball magnet just always being around the ball to uh make a play also
1: Yeah i guess if you yeah. can see a play unfolding in your mind like i've seen this before it kind of helps with your instincts to kind of yeah take a step there Definitely. So how yeah, about
0: he does. You could, like I was watching last week, you can see him. I mean, he's his instincts and ball skills, man, are uh, very impressive.
2: Thank you.
1: So it's something you might, uh, you try to improve on each day of practice. What's something you go in and say, I'm going to try to get better at this?
2: Uh, honestly, I just try to improve every aspect of my game, especially in practice because uh, you practice how you play. So every rep in practice, I try to use it as a game rep so I can uh, take what I did in practice to the game
1: all right and uh if you weren't playing football well first off what's your uh major that you have at school exercise science exercise science so so you're definitely uh what are you looking for career-wise if if the football doesn't necessarily pan out for you
2: uh i want to start off coaching and work my way up to my ultimate goal as being a university athletic director awesome yeah
1: definitely uh something that sounds like a, a, a good gig, you'd, you'd run all the athletics, not just the football yes. as an athletic director. So. Yes. Uh, and is that something that you've kind of always wanted to do or just something that you kind of have found your way through school?
2: Uh, just uh, kind of found my way through school, just seeing, seeing things and learning things. It just uh, gave uh, – got me to the point of uh, wanting to be a uh, coach and uh, eventually a university athletic director.
0: Right. So if you um, what is one game you would recommend that someone watch of your play?
2: Uh, 2019 Wingate or the last game Virginia Wise.
0: Yes, I had the pleasure of watching both of those games. You were everywhere as we were talking about before the show. You were all over the field.
2: yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah we, um, we, and we had uh, Wingate linebacker Robbie Wallace on yes. uh, about a, probably about a month and a half ago or something like that. Yeah, so,
0: something like so, that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what uh, one game would you like to replay and why? Uh,
2: I would say that uh, Wingate game that we just played, uh, just because um, I always feel like after a game that I could do more, especially after a loss. I feel like I could have done more to uh, help the team win, so I wish I could have that one back. Is that, is that
1: like a Sunday morning, you sit down, and watch tape, and you're like, "Man, I could have had that." Yeah, <laughs> something could, like yeah, that. Definitely. So we we are a an IDP uh, podcast that basically talks about uh, defensive
2: players in fantasy football. Do you play fantasy football? I do play fantasy football. How's your there team going go. right now? Is it's it's going. It's not going too well. Uh, it's not going to go man. I, I got I got some good players, but they're not performing how I would like them to perform. Yeah.
1: So, so who's uh who who's who
2: needs to step it up? Let's call him out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Aaron Rodgers did pretty good. I think I don't I don't think Odell put up too many points.
1: Yeah, Odell uh, is. Odell is uh getting. Yeah, I think they're just covering him like a blanket, and because yeah. I think Jar yeah. Jarvis had like twenty targets or something last game. Exactly, something, something exactly. Crazy like I should have put,
2: right. put that into account when I drafted him. And,
1: and, <laughs> and uh, as our friends, the open bar, call him Lubba Wubba, Chub Chub.
0: Uh, <laughs> he he
1: just was all. I mean, I have him on quite a few teams, so I was happy about his breakout. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been okay. He, he's not yeah. been Aaron Rodgers that you drafted.
2: Exactly to it be exactly
1: yeah. so yeah we we yeah, we play i d p so we we focus a lot on the defensive players, so um mm-hmm. we, we we've had a lot of guys disappointing this season, like van deresh finally woke up, yeah, um, yeah this week, roquan Smith, I don't know where he went, we'll talk about him in the news a little bit later on, um, mm-hmm. We don't know where he disappeared to. The Bears, the Bears aren't really sharing much other than he he didn't wreck his Ferrari, is, is what they're
3: saying. Yeah,
1: right. so. so, I don't know. But uh, speaking of the pro game here, uh, so who do you like to watch on Sundays uh,
0: defensively?
1: Besides like your fantasy to, guys.
2: Okay. I, I like to emulate my game after probably Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs. A couple good uh, nice. Safeties,
1: Jamal Adams has been uh, the, the about the only thing working for that Jets defense this year. So. Yeah,
2: that's that that's true. Him and him and Brian Poole are pretty, pretty much the only
1: people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of injuries. Like, I mean, they're they're without so many people right now. Yeah, I said yeah. They're 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 just hurt. Once they get healthy, I think they'll be a lot better. But mm. Darnold didn't. Mono didn't help either. So Yeah, I'm losing oh,
0: Williamson it. and Mosley, I didn't help him none on the defense. So. Yeah, it did
1: it. <laughs> Yeah. That just means more opportunities for Jamal to clean up tackles. It, and so. he's
0: trying to, what was it he said, he'd never miss another all-pro or yeah, pro-bowl, whatever it he,
1: he said he's never missed another pro-bowl, and he definitely looks like he's uh, going on he's his on way to the pro-bowl this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely on a mission. Especially with Dermon yeah.
1: James uh, Oh yeah, not playing this season, but. Mm -hmm. less competition (laughs) so speaking of uh jamal adams he's kind of like a a jack of all trade safety uh when Mm -hmm. when you what what play call do you like to hear
2: and you're like yes this is my play i got this (laughs) uh probably any blitz especially when i'm blitzing off the edge because when i'm lined up against the tackle it's just, just in my head it's an automatic sack so i just feel like Whenever I get a chance to blitz and wreck a offense, it's always fun to me. There you go. Yeah, Adams had a nice sack. Uh, I think it was Week Three, uh, mm. coming
1: off the edge like that. So, so yeah, um, definitely.
0: Daryl, go ahead. So, what is your favorite song of all time?
2: Uh, probably "All There" by Jeezy.
0: All right, I'll definitely have to check that out. Mm. Dan can tell you I'm into all kinds of music, so.
1: He's he's a vast uh, vast collection on his timeline. If you check out his timeline, he plays a bunch of songs on his Twitter and like I don't know. He has to share with everybody what he's listening to. I guess
0: it's important. They need to know what I'm listening to.
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure. People don't know what I'm <laughs> listening to, so uh, I don't know. But
0: Maybe, I'll check it out. Okay. 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 <laughs> um. So. <laughs> He got me tickled there. So what are your personal goals for uh, the 2019 season?
2: Uh, pro- uh, Probably just being a, a two-time All-American. That's uh, a goal that I strive for.
0: You know, I was kind of surprised when I was looking up some of the stats on you. I didn't realize that Carson Newman had had – you were the 122nd, I believe, All-American or
2: – Yeah.
0: School history, that's a pretty long line of All-Americans they've had.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Carson Newman is real deep in football.
0: Yeah, they – Ken Sparks was uh, – he was something else back yeah, in his day. He was. Um, so, what opposing player has hit you the hardest?
2: Uh, I don't really think I've been hit too hard besides a crackback, and I probably don't even – I really don't even know who the player is. But other than that, I've never really been hit too hard.
0: And those crackbacks are lethal when they're done right.
2: Yeah,
1: they are. <laughs> well, they all—they also draw a yellow flag nowadays. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they that's do
3: true. Now. Yeah, so, well, yeah,
1: when he they're, says
0: crackback, I automatically think of Heinz Ward in his day. Well, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he was—he uh, embellished those crackbacks.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now you—I uh, mean, player safety is definitely important, and that's why I, they kind of cut that out. You know. Yeah. Although there were some dirty hits over the weekend, which we'll get—we'll get, in, we'll get into again with the news uh later on here you yeah, know that's a, that's what they call in the business a teaser for for <laughs> staying tuned here uh so we, we gave you a call like what's up on a wednesday night here what do we do like just hanging out just relaxing
2: uh just playing 2k that's what i usually do when uh, i'm okay. not working on school or watching film
1: career mode playing online with other people
2: definitely career
1: mode career mode yeah yeah yeah, I, I stick to the career modes. I mostly play some Madden. We talked about this last week, I think, a little bit. Um, uh, my son has 2K for the Switch, and I just can't figure out the Switch controller. <laughs> so, like, i have to get it for PlayStation or something, because
2: I just can't. I don't know. It's a little uh, so tiny you... controller. I don't know.
0: Uh, so you're an what? Xbox guy?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. play Xbox.
0: So, I'm a PlayStation guy, so I can't help you there. <laughs> my son likes Xbox. He loves it, but uh, I just can't. I'm I'm a PlayStation guy, so.
2: So, who's your team on uh, 2K? Uh, my favorite NBA team is Golden State. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Go Sixers. <All> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm from outside of Philly, so I got to cheer for my Sixers. But, yeah. Uh... Uh-huh. Uh, how about your favorite uh, pro team? Obviously, uh, your favorite college team is Carson Newman, but uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite pro team is the Bucks. The Bucks? They oh, just yeah. uh, they just did me
1: the, my Seahawks a favor by knocking out the Rams from yeah their, yeah that was, their, that was that was that really was a great game, game, game to watch. To a lot of fantasy well. implications too. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks to that game, I lost a matchup by, I think, 0. 0.57 points or something.
2: Ouch. Oh, man.
1: So I'm hoping for a stat correction tomorrow, like somebody <laughs> fumbled something on the other team, and I uh, pull out a win. It was a close game. It was a good yeah. game. It was, it was fun watching that scoreboard, but I'm like, oh, man, one less catch for for Cooper Cup. If Robert Woods got one more catch, I would have been okay. Yeah. But. That's the the fun of fantasy is, yeah, check it out. Okay.
2: So Wait.
0: what's your favorite food you can't resist? Uh,
2: ooh.
0: The one you walk by and you say, I know I shouldn't, but I just got to
2: have it. Uh, probably cinnamon rolls.
0: The cinnamon rolls.
2: Yeah, it's definitely cinnamon (laughs) rolls.
0: A little unhealthy,
2: (laughs) and that's (laughs) what I get it. (laughs) Uh huh.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Got got to treat yourself every once in a while. That's exactly
0: right. Work hard, you got to earn a little treat every now and then.
1: Yeah, every every once in a while. That's right. (laughs) They just got to go to the gym for like an extra half hour,
0: especially
2: if you (laughs) get one of
1: those like Cinnabon (laughs) cinnamon rolls. That's like
2: like a real sweet.
1: That's like 3,000 calories in one of them things yeah. or something like that.
0: Funny you say yeah. that. About two months ago, I had a, uh, I had a uh, trucking representative come in to meet with me to d- discuss stuff. And he's like, uh, I'll bring you a little treat. And I'm used to like, you know, kind of like donuts or whatever. Dude, he brought a whole big box of cinnamon. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so. T-
1: so, so Daryl has been trying to work that off ever since. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, I ain't doing too good a job.
1: Uh, so as a uh as a team, what are your team goals for the rest of the year?
2: Uh as of right now is to win the sack and make the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. So far, two and one looks yeah. like.
1: So. Yeah. And um, we we talked about your individual any any type of stat marks you look for. You're leading your team in tackles currently. Any particular measuring stick you're aiming for? Uh,
2: not necessarily. I don't not necessarily. I don't really look at stat marks or anything like that. I just try to each game just go out and leave everything on the field, yeah. pretty much. Make as many plays as possible, right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Everything I mean I can do to help the team. Yeah.
0: That's pretty Dan mentioned your tackles, man. That's pretty impressive. Thirty three and three games eleven a game. That's uh for a safety, that's a pretty good number right there. Yeah.
2: Thank Especially
0: you. one that who led the league a year ago in interceptions, so Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, uh
1: being being all around safety, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah he's And he can do it all, I'm telling you. I was very impressed with last week's performance.
1: Yeah, Thank
0: you.
1: So, uh, not that there's any, I mean, we're a pretty clean family show here, except for Daryl over there (laughs) once in a while. Um, (laughs) If there's any uh, aspiring high school (laughs) players or even, like, you know, middle school players, any any advice you have for them if they're, you know, trying to go to college, trying to get there uh, as a student-athlete? Any, anything you've uh, learned maybe the hard way along the way that you, you now know that you know you got to take care of business this way or that way?
2: Uh, uh, first, I'd probably say to make sure you balance school and football the right, right way because some people might lean too much on football and not put as much in school. And then obviously in college, you have to have a certain GPA, and then some people don't end up making that GPA. So it's definitely school. Um, Is very important in college. And then uh, as far as football, I would say to uh, make sure you're consistent in your play. Just make sure you show up in every game and uh, uh, just give everything you have pretty much.
0: Yeah, we hear that a lot from basically every interview we've had is the balance of school and football. Um, For you, was it which was harder, the jump? from high school to college ball or the actual, I want to say workload, school workload from high school to college? Which one was harder for you to adjust to?
2: Uh, I would probably say school, just uh, getting in the right mindset. Cause uh, as a freshman, I didn't take school as serious as I, as I should have. And uh, just getting, just being in the right mindset for, for school cause there uh, you have Football, and you don't have as much time to study and stuff, just being time management wise and uh, just uh, being in the right mindset for to be in college and school.
1: Yeah, that, that freshman year is tough on a lot of people. Yeah. I, I know I kind of was like, Yeah, I got this, and then like you know, December rolls around, and you're like, Man, I gotta dig myself out of this hole. I put myself into <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but
3: yeah,
1: yeah, but uh well uh anything else you want to let the people know about where they can find you on twitter where they can find you on social media
2: where they can find like your highlights and all that stuff uh twitter is my main source of social media and that's uh at darius7williams i'm pretty sure yeah i think mean that's that one's good <laughs> yeah 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 i got it in front of me here yeah so that uh just that pretty much
1: yeah Sounds good and uh well Daryl's gonna check you out in a couple weeks here. Uh good luck to the Carson Newman Eagles and uh good luck to you the rest of this year. Uh hopefully you can get get a couple more of those uh pick six highlights to, to put on your resume. Yep. Yes, and, maybe, uh, maybe
0: you won't run out of gas this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
1: did he did he hit the finish line here? Oh, he was so oh, no. close. Yeah.
2: was was so close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was actually sitting here on my laptop and I seen him pick it off and take off, and I was like, oh man, he's got this. He's got this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny because a couple weeks ago, uh, it was the the Saints and the, uh, I forget who the Saints were playing when uh, when Cameron Jordan had that fumble recovery.
0: Oh, yeah. And he ran
1: 80 yards and he gets on the sideline. He's like, I ran 80 yards for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, man, I'd be more upset because that was a fumble. So, yeah, yeah. but that's bad officiating in the pros. I'm sure there's bad officiating at every level. So speaking Ooh. of, I'm going to go catch some high school football on Friday. I'm sure there'll be some terrible calls during that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, we thank you for coming on, Darius. and uh,
0: Yes, Darius, you thank you so much
1: for this. Enjoy the rest of your night. And, uh, thank you. And go Eagles, and we'll be yep. keeping an eye on you. Daryl and I like to uh, – Daryl mostly because he, he's, he's a little bit freer than, on Saturdays than I am. Uh, he, he likes to tweet out some stats of our former guests, so I will definitely keep uh, tagging you in those and congratulating you on your accomplishments throughout the year. And good luck to your squad and uh, take down that SAC championship.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Well, that was our interview with Darius Williams. You couldn't, like, have done that five seconds ago. Just had to do that on air.
0: I don't know what you're talking
1: about. Uh, But anyway, I've decided from now on, instead of just playing the good news, everyone clip, we're just going to play this for the news and notes. (laughs) Because I wish (laughs) I could say anything was good news when we do news and notes during the season, but it's all injuries and it's all terrible news. So we're going to start with uh, the first one. And. basically dirty is as dirty does and uh you
0: have failed
1: this city and the city of oakland has been failed by Vontas perfect as he i guess this is a did i say it's it's his 11th infraction that he's been fined or suspended for
0: I don't know the exact number, but I do know it's been a lot, so that's probably correct.
1: I think I saw. I, I I caught it in passing. I don't know if that's the exact number. But anyway, the NFL has said it's enough is enough. You've injured and tried to take out way too many people, and he tried to decapitate somebody again this week. Not right. as bad as he did AB, but still. Just <laughs> a dirty hit. It was a weekend of dirty hits. It was. Um and some bad injuries. Um, this one was not as bad as it could have been. But still, perfect is done for the season, suspended, and I think that's going to be the end of the road for him.
0: Any chance that this gets reduced to like no. eight games, eight, nine games?
1: No. They would have just done eight games if they thought it deserved that. This is a – a he he's has a resume of dirtiness, and the NFL is done with it. They want to oh, send a message. I,
0: just, I completely agree. I was just curious if you thought... Because a mean, lot of times you'll see things kind of get reduced a little bit. but
1: If it's warranted, he led with his head with the intent... The guy was wrapped up, if I'm not mistaken. And he led with his head to try to take him out. Which is basically what happened to Jamal Williams, or too, on uh, on Thursday night. He was wrapped up. There was no need to go at his head. And that... Uh, that kind of hit is not allowed in the nfl so it's it's not gonna be permitted and and perfect got what he deserved in my opinion because there's no place in the game for it i'm surprised he even got a shot after I, I, the bengals i think were done with him two years ago but they last year they kind of kept him around because nobody wanted him then they release him the raiders pick him up because the raiders i don't know you either he's gotta the- be you either gotta be a rookie or fifty years old to play for the Raiders or something.
0: He's the perfect Raider. I told you.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he he's an old school dirty Raider. Is basically what he is. And yep. The problem is the NFL has changed and better yeah. for worse. See, and I'm a I'm a big proponent of hard hits, but dirty hits like that that they, they needs to get out of the game.
0: I agree. You know, I mean, if you're just
1: hitting somebody shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder and you can wreck somebody with a shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder hit, go for it. And that's a beautiful hits to watch.
0: Because uh, I have uh, been a big proponent of the league's way too soft. I understand why. I do. I get it. I understand. It's, it's safety. It's health. But in general, the league has become soft to an extent.
1: It um, has, but Anytime you're going helmet to helmet with somebody, and and it's not just like one of those plays where the guy had a split second to make a decision and he didn't make the decision. This was premeditated. Like, he had time to either not hit him, to fall off, to fall, to lower his target. Like, he had time to make adjustments, which is the problem I have with the hit. Right. He had the time. You know, he lined him up and just took his head right at him. I mean, is what he did. And that's why he got suspended. Cause...
0: Right. No, and that's I, why I he deserves it. Yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I just think, you know, like I said, I, I think it's become a softer sport in a way but you're you're right on that when you're I when mean, you're lining up you know they're protecting the qbs more than they ever have. you can't hardly touch them yeah. that's kind of where i was going with it I mean, we talked about of the, those
1: we talked about the crackback blocks though it's not just protecting the, well, the offensive guys it's protecting the defenders too because the defenders just get blown up on you know you mentioned heinz ward and he'd blow right. people up all time oh yes which, he which i guess was his revenge on <laughs> on the dbs they're trying to knock his head off but i right. mean It's... I'm okay with controlled violence, I guess, in NFL. And I guess... When you're out of control and going at people's heads, or even when they're going at their knees, like, I don't like that either. So, I mean, it it is very hard, and and I know when you have seconds to, like, alter, you know, when when two guys are running full speed at each other, it's hard to adjust like that, but... You know, if you have a guy lined up and he's being held by another player on your team, you don't have to go at his head to knock him down. Hit him square in the chest, and, you know, if you break a rib or something, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that, because you're not trying to decapitate the guy or give him a concussion. Right. You know, Not that a broken rib's anything to laugh at, but, you know, it, it's... You're not trying to break anybody's knee... You know, you're not trying to tear an ACL, and you're not trying to give a guy a concussion, at least. Right. And yet they wear pads on their chest, most of them. Anyway, enough of uh, Vontae's Perfect. (laughs) We've already wasted enough time. One of the hot questions is, who is the guy in Oakland? And my response is, I don't really care. Is that something i mean ty here whitehead is probably the guy there you still want he's probably the only guy there i wanted in the first place is there anybody else there that intrigues you daryl
0: i'm kind of with you in the same boat as to who fills that role um
1: i mean nicholas morrow played looked like a little bit more snaps when Burfick went out uh, there's some guy named Justin Phillips that's listed as the middle linebacker starter for the Raiders, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen. They're more likely probably to play two receiver two linebacker sets than.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're.
1: I think it's Morrow and Whitehead and whoever's on the on the first who on first down isn't going to matter. Dakota Allen is now on the Raiders. Did you know that?
0: I did not. I did okay. not know that.
1: So Dakota Allen was a preseason darling. Uh, last chance you darling um, from Texas Tech. And he is on the Raiders. So he could get a sh- decent shot here.
0: Yeah, he very well could. Yeah.
1: He impressed with the Rams in the preseason. So we'll see. Do they
0: still have uh, Kaiser? Uh, he's hurt though. He's hurt on the Rams. Yep. This is the yep. one we're talking about. Oh, here. yeah. The Rams. Who am I thinking of? Uh, you're
1: thinking of Markel Lee, who's on IR.
0: No, it's a young of... second-year guy. What? Oh man, it's slipping my mind.
1: Oh, they got so many people. Uh, Jason Cabinda is a free agent. I think he might be on a practice squad, but now he's not around. Um, the only guy around is uh, I think Tavon Coley is, or Con...
0: Coney Coney
1: is on. Yeah, from Notre the... Dame is on the practice squad, I believe. So. No. I mean that could be a long. I mean, I'm not for sure. I don't have practice squads listed here, but I'm pretty sure he's on the practice squad. You got
0: to think they look at maybe making a move here.
1: Why? They're one and three, aren't they? Yeah, but you got to have somebody. Or they're two. In. They're two and two actually.
0: Two and two. Yeah. I mean, they're still.
1: They've already won their two games for the year. They're not on sixteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two games for the year. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, I know they're trying to win ball games, and I understand that. But they're not a top team. They beat the Colts surprisingly. I didn't have yeah, they're, that. they're
0: not a top team, but I just get the feeling that I don't know. I get these gut feelings sometimes, or weird. I think
1: I think they're more likely to bring back Brandon Marshall than do anything else.
0: Yeah, that's possible. I, mean I, I mean, I don't think they'll trade for anybody big, but maybe a smaller star somewhere, you know? Somebody why, that's not getting a lot of opportunities. I could see them why, trading. For... But why are you going to give up
1: draft capital for a linebacker? This is true. I mean, that that isn't going to probably be on your rock. I mean, unless you trade for somebody, like, big name. Like, with, they aren't going to do that. No. That's not their MO. That's not the way they're doing things, so... Yeah, they're just going to stick with, I think, who they have and play the young kids and continue to struggle because that's kind of what they, I think, want to do. A productive struggle. I mean, Gruden's has no heat right now. They pretty much know they're going to be bad, so...
0: Well, he might face a little heat this week, though.
1: Yeah, well, we've talked about the Raiders way too long, so... Um, Moving on to Roquan Smith. Ooh. So about, I guess it was like two o'clock, two thirty on Sunday. I get a, I, we see a tweet about how Roquan Smith is now doubtful to play. <laughs> and the only thing that followed was a picture of a Ferrari smashed up. Although the report that we were looking at earlier is saying that he had nothing to do with the broken up Ferrari. Um, But, and he was at practice today. He did not practice Tuesday with the team. So I don't know what to make of this situation. Because you have Nick Kwiatkowski played quite well. He was my waiver out of the week. Obviously, I just assumed the worst. Because if you didn't play on Sunday, and there's a picture of a broken up car with your name attached to it, at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, which you know what Jim Rome always says, nothing good ever happens at 3 a.m. <laughs> um, you know, what... I, I, hard to, I find it hard to believe that if that wasn't the story... I mean, if, there might be another story, but why he didn't play is what I don't get. He was either in a car accident or, I don't know, had some other issue and couldn't play, but what was the the reason is what we need to know. I don't think we'll yeah, find out necessarily. Because I don't think Roquan
0: yeah. speaking. Yeah, but... Nagy's being tight-lipped about the whole situation, too. He's not offering up any reason why he missed or anything, so... If you're a league,
1: you have to investigate this, right, though?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you... Th- I, if you think there's a legitimate wreck or something of that nature that it's, you know... I surely this is not something injury related where they're trying to cover up but even still then i think the league would have to look into it because you're you're supposed to report those things so whether it was an injury or some off the field incident if there's smoke i think you kind of got to look into it and see if there's a fire there somewhere
1: yeah and that's that's the point i think i'm trying to make is that you know somebody's got a No, maybe I'm just, you know, feeding the conspiracy theory beast here that, you know, they're covering up something. Maybe it was just, I don't know, uh, he got in an accident and couldn't play on Sunday.
0: But why not just say that? I mean, I'm kind of with you on this when I'm with you. There's just something that seems... There's something on it. So so what people
1: need to understand is if you went and grabbed Nick Quigkowski... you don't drop him yet because uh, I don't think the rough. story is over by any means. <laughs> and just because Roquan might play this week doesn't guarantee him for anything beyond that. Now, if you're in redraft, he's, you know, if, if if Roquan's back this week, then you can drop him because in two weeks. Although if you spent fab on him, you to sort of keep him, you know. Around, Because if you spent a bunch of fab on a guy and you're just going to release him, that seems like a waste. But if Roquan's back, don't start him. If if Roquan does miss a game... I mean, they're in London, too, this week. so Oh, yeah. It's not like they're in Chicago and he could play, he might not play. If he makes the trip to London, he's playing. Because I don't think there's any way he flies to London if he's not playing. Right. So... Yeah, that's just a strange situation, and maybe we'll have to let the Law and Order play (laughs) out. It's been a while since we played that. It's been a while since we talked about Reuben Foster, probably. That's probably why. But anyway, (laughs) uh, you got any other news and notes for us? I know you were uh, looking around. Those are the two big ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, just uh, Shaq Barrett. Is sidelined for practice Wednesday. I mean, he has set the IDP world on fire this year. Um, I still think it's a fad. I know you do. But he curr- he's the uh, early leader for player of the year. Got to be. Um, but he has a league high 28 pressures, nine sacks through the first four games. Those are big time numbers. Um, I've picked him up in a few leagues. What didn't you um, have this week? I don't remember what he had this week. I know he had an interception. He did have a sack. Uh, I don't well, then he
1: should have nine. Didn't he have eight after three that's
0: weeks? What, that's what I said, nine sacks.
1: Okay, well, I said eight.
0: Through four games. Um, interesting. The Ravens released Tim Williams, pass rush specialist, not a big name. But the Packers turned around and picked him up off of waivers. I thought that was a little interesting with what they have going on with um Z'Darrius Smith, who was a former raider, uh, Raven, um, Preston Smith, Preston Smith. So a little interesting that they picked him up. Um, Christian Kirksey has underwent surgery to repair his torn pec. I know there were some, uh, thoughts on maybe he could just rest it and heal that way, but it looks like he's elected to go ahead and have the surgery. Yeah. Um, right.
1: I don't think there's a chance of him coming back. So,
0: Yeah, I don't either. Um, Janoris Jenkins and Kyle Vannoy for the AFC and the NFC, they were named the defensive players of the week for week four. We mentioned Roquan Smith being out for, quotation marks, personal reason. Uh.
1: Well, Janoris <laughs> Jenkins, the funny thing about him is that the week before, he was torched. By he Mike was. Evans, and then he comes back and has a good performance against a terrible quarterback, <laughs> I mean Keenum, and then Haskins came in looking like a rookie, basically.
0: Right.
1: Um, um, that that Washington team is a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, they are.
0: They're they're
1: rough. Who would you rather be a fan of, the Dolphins or the Redskins? Redskins. Redskins.
0: At least the Redskins are. They have some good pieces, and they are somewhat competitive. Where Miami is just getting... <laughs> they're just getting blowed out. They're the same record, like, though, don't they? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they're both over. Could be. Could be. I would still take Washington. I think there's a lot more talent there, especially defensively.
1: Yeah. I'm with Matthew Barry. I think their GM needs to go. Because Jay Gurdon... Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I don't want to get a Redskins <laughs> talk, because that... Just take us down a rabbit hole. We don't need to go down. Any other big news and notes? That we uh, need to the
0: last one that's pretty relevant, significant uh, for ID players, IDP players in uh, position-specific leagues, Kwon Short, on IR ending his season, a little shoulder injury.
1: Yeah, that was a big deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... Couple of nice things: Jabal Sheard returned to action this week, which was nice to mm-hmm. see. My boy, Jabal Sheard.
0: Yep. And interesting trade happened though. It's not a not a yeah, big trade.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a huge trade, but I think it gives each side something they need. John Cyprian uh, goes to the Falcons, who obviously lost Keanu Neal, and they obviously don't like Camille Ishmael. Kamal right. Ishmael. And then the Falcons trade Duke Riley to the Eagles, who could always use a linebacker because they always seem to get hurt or are terrible. So um, I think the trade benefits both teams and both players.
0: That's what I was going to say. I think it helps the players as well.
1: Yeah, it gets uh, – Cyprian was buried on the depth chart. I'm surprised he was still on the Eagles. I thought he got cut at cut-down day, but – uh-uh. Um, he was apparently still on there And then Duke Riley was buried In their depth chart Thanks to Foy, uh, Foye Foyer Yep um, And then yeah, Devondre Campbell's playing well And Deion Jones, you're not breaking that nope. Line up So it helped both players and probably both teams I think Cyprian might, might try to run him out there this week Because They're hurting I mean, when you let Marcus Mariota carve you out, you know there's a problem.
0: Easy,
1: man. Easy. That was a compliment. Kind of.
0: Yep. of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh,
1: Here's a word from bestfantasyfootball.com.
3: Bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join the 12-team dynasty start-up draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues, with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. Best
1: The best fantasy football league.com is where you can go check that out. They are still drafting. It's amazing. Oh, wow. So if your season's not going quite as planned, uh, go check those guys out and uh, you know join a new league since you, you started out a little rough. You can have a second chance at it. Uh, anyway, let's uh, get into our main event here and transition into we'll take a look at each position break it down a bit uh give a you our two cents on the on the guys who you should go after maybe guys that are just you know plug and play guys and guys you should just ignore because you probably won't hear from them again um just because we we got to keep it going here um we'll just play this <laughs> uh, sitting here staring at the button i'm like i don't think ray sean jenkins although he plays 100 of snaps i don't think he made the list so I, I needed to get that in there today so i worked it in right now so you're welcome people uh we'll start with d tackles d tackles Derek Nandi had a huge game uh he was my waiver out of the week at d tackle i i've I picked him up all over the place before the season started and he had a couple slow games and I think in order to compete with teams, their defense is going to have to turn it up a bit and I think Nandi and Chris Jones up there can be that stout middle. Um, and he even out uh, outscored Indomicon Sue, who had oh, wow. a pick six against his old Bates. he did which was beautiful to watch because
0: it was basically he was rumbling bumbling stumbling down the field
1: <laughs> and that basically ended the rams comeback hopes which was beautiful as a seahawks fan um we got the the rams at CenturyLink tonight i guess by the time people are listening to this uh go hawks is all i have to say about that
0: oh lord
1: uh, Larry Joby was third. Sheldon Richardson fourth, so back-to-back uh, Browns. You also have Chris Jones fifth. So the top five defensive tackles, four of them came from two teams. Which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, uh, Shamar Steffen was sixth. Tyler Davidson was seventh. Grady Jarrett eighth. So let, let's take a look at this. The top eight Six of them are from three different teams. So a lot of teams doing a lot of damage up front. And that will come up here in a second. DJ Reader was ninth. And then David Anyameta and Malcolm Brown, both of the Saints, were 10-11. and 11. And then Lawrence Guy was 12th. So who says you can't have a couple guys relevant at a position? I mean, here, I mean, and really, if you look at, I mean, the Atlanta guys, Grady Jarrett, you expect to be there. Tyler Davidson not so much. Anya Mata and Brown are not the two guys I'd guess would be there. I'd guess Sheldon Rankins and Malcolm Brown might be there. Uh, so yeah. a lot of these guys you wouldn't it wouldn't be surprised to see them back in the top twelve, especially Ogan Joby and Richardson. Right and Nandi and Jones could become regulars if Nandi can start putting together some things. Um, but I mean, there's no real surprises here at D tackle. Like you said, one shorts out for the year. Um, Buckner was on a buy. Yep. Um, conspicuous by his absence though, we, we have to mention Aaron Donald has been a huge disappointment so far this season.
0: Huh? Interesting. Uh, I wrote a piece on how that 20 sacks means you've peaked, Bill. Hmm.
1: But he he's not just, like, slacked off a little bit. He is completely not, plummeted. And I think that's due to scheme. I think part of so it is scheme. Anything. Scheme against is. blocking him, making him the focal part of your protection.
0: It is, but I Which think a big piece of that that goes overlooked is Ndamukong Su is not there no more. I mean, you have to real. That plays a factor. Um,
1: well, the Rams defense as a whole, I don't think, is any good this year. Like, they're just not.
0: Right. And I get that. I, I understand that. I just think a lot of people say, well, Sue's not what he used to be or whatever. Eh, I'll give you that. He's not. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's nice not what six. he used to be. Yeah, he did. But there is something to be said when you are commanding double teams. When you are good enough that teams are double teaming you or triple teaming you at times, that opens up a lot of things for other players. And I think, I think Donald's going to be uh, affected. He's going to miss Sue more than people realize.
1: Well, don't worry because Aaron Donald has uh, German Effetti to look forward to this week. So I'm sure, um, I'm sure he will get at least one sack this week against. Wait Seattle a minute, you
0: because... mean the human turnstile? So that means he'll yes. get ten sacks. This no,
1: week. he's the human yellow flag. <laughs>
0: Which one was the human turnstile?
1: Well, I think we called him that too, but he's the human yellow flag because he gets called for holding (laughs) or offside, like at least, like he's cut down on that, but it's like two, three times a game you hear his number in a bad way. (laughs) So moving on to defensive end, we had Cameron Hayward. Uh, By the way, two huge players. what you call primetime games in which defenses had like eight or nine sacks you had jacksonville a couple weeks ago and pittsburgh on monday night both games were kind of pathetic to watch um besides the the shuval Minshew uh arrival just
0: just gotta get your shots Um, don't you
1: i didn't mention that they were playing your (laughs) titans you brought that up um but yeah those defenses on prime time are feasting against these terrible offensive lines and i blame the schedule makers for putting <laughs> the bengals in prime time and like i don't know these that wasn't a thursday night game but it looked like it should have been a thursday night game i mean coming into the season i can see wanting to play pittsburgh on, on prime time games but the Bengals, everybody knew, weren't going to be good in the preseason. So I'm not sure what ESPN said. I got to have that game on Monday Night Football.
0: Right. It, it must oh. have
1: been just to like exploit how bad the Bengals are. But.
0: Right. And quick note, while we're on defensive end, it's one that we overlooked in the news and notes. Melvin Ingram for the Chargers. Expected to miss some time with a hamstring injury.
1: Yes. I did see that when I was checking my lineups and I'm like oh
0: Yeah, that's uh that's a pretty significant injury out there. I mean for fantasy honors that's pe- yeah, okay. I'm like they that they're expecting they're saying a couple weeks, but they're thinking possibly more. Um How snake bit is the Chargers organization
1: when it comes to injuries?
0: I'm telling you, it's Bosa. He is now rubbed off on Melvany. It's not Bosa. It's it been is. like
1: it's been a it's decade. A curse. It's been a decade of these injuries. The Chargers have had these kind of injuries for a decade, and Bosa hasn't been in the league that
0: long. It's the Bosa curse. But you're right. They have had them for a while. Uh, Big blow to them. Isaac Rochelle maybe steps in his place, you think?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm done trying to predict what the Los Angeles Chargers are doing on defense. Because every time I, I say something, it's wrong. Because they just do something that no one would ever think of. Right. I mean, they'll just trot out. Ray on. <laughs> He'll play defensive end. I don't know.
0: Oh, you're killing me with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kaiser White will probably be the guy who does the pass rushing.
0: So they're already linebacker. down... They already play uh, only two linebackers and use multiple defensive backs. So I figure if uh, Ingram's out, they're going to bring in yet another defensive back. They're going to be playing seven, eight defensive backs before long.
1: Maybe they will. (laughs) They'll just say, run on us, because you're not going to pass on us. I don't know. Right whatever let's get back to business here cameron hayward like i said was number one he had a huge night nick williams for chicago who filled in for akeem hicks which if he's gonna miss any time you might want to look at him he's had a couple double digit point weeks so not a bad play um not a, a great play being a 3-4 defensive end but i mean cameron hayward's a 3-4 defensive end too so and so is number three on our list, J.J. Watt. So a couple guys here. This is why I hate defensive ends, because these guys should not be at the top. But anyway, uh, John Simon is fourth. And yes, I actually recommended you pick him up. I don't know why. I guess he's playing sort of a Trent uh, Trey Flowers role on that defense. Right. And I, I don't think he's a very talented player, but he's been producing the last two yeah, weeks. And, and Washington, I think it's... Washington's horrible. So, I mean, yeah. if anybody's going to have a good week, it's against Washington probably.
0: Oh, man, we missed another injury. Sorry. Bradley no, Chubb not... out for the year with ACL. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: that's forgot funny. about that. I'm so sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. but Yeah. That's a huge blow.
1: He didn't do anything this year, though. So,
0: Well, it was funny. I was kind of looking at some of his uh, stats, and he was on – Career high pace for tackles and tackles for loss and quarterback pressures and blah blah blah. This year, but his this year, but his sacks weren't. It was weird. Sacks were terrible. I mean, they were
1: they were good. I mean, Von Miller finally got the first sack of the year for the Broncos the other day.
0: Yes, but let's get back
1: on track here. Uh, We'll we'll talk about Chubb here. We talk about (laughs) the linebackers. Uh, Speaking of injuries, guess who played and played pretty well? Ezekiel Ansah was fifth Uh, yes robert quinn was sixth so uh we'll we'll talk about kind of a swapping here in a minute quinn's had a couple nice games uh jarell casey was seventh and taco charlton eighth. so robert quinn and charlton were basically like traded for each other it seems like what is in two separate, completely deal separate, completely separate deals, months. Right. I mean, actually, Taco wasn't released, so he was just picked up off the street, but they basically trade places and Taco actually has done something the past two weeks. So I, I'm saying pick him up because, I mean, what else does Miami have besides Christian Wilkins? Right. I mean, Charles you know, Harris was... isn't anything special.
0: I was kind of surprised, not that uh, Dallas released him, because Dan can probably tell you, and some of you that's listen. I've never really been a big Taco Charlton fan. But this just goes to show you a change of scenery sometimes can flip the switch, light that fire, because he has been a completely different player in Miami.
1: Yeah, the thing about it is I find it hard to believe that Rod Marinelli couldn't get anything out of him, though. Because Rod Marinelli is a pretty... Like, yeah, you know. He, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he, he's very fiery coach. Like uh, So what like, do we
0: think the problem is then? I mean if Marinelli can't get him to do anything He's from Michigan.
1: <laughs> go go Notre Dame. Oh good grief. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I can't with you today. I just can't.
1: Well, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> Dis- disappointing pass rushers. I mean, Chase Winovich is the only one doing anything. Right. For Sean Gary, where is he at? Nowhere. Right. I mean, well, I, mean this I just think...
0: He's actually played fairly well. He's not from Michigan. That's true. That's true.
1: He's from Michigan State for a year, I guess, right?
0: Uh. Something yes. like that. Yes, it was. Then he went to uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah so...
1: Carrying on, Mario Addison, uh, ninth. I still don't believe in that, but... I don't either. Especially because he's liable to be a linebacker for you next year if he stays with Carolina, so that's just not a situation I'm buying into. I mean, for this year, go for it, but sell him high before he turns into a linebacker. Bro. Uh, Derek Barnett was 10th. Jadavian Clowney, with a pick 6, was all the way down at 11, so... That's kind of crazy. They had a pick six and was down 11. So he had a big play. Um, looking forward to seeing if he can add to that. Um, didn't really do a whole lot outside of that pick six. And number 12 was Danielle Hunter, who has been pretty
0: solid. So underrated. Got to be one of the most underrated top defensive ends in the league.
1: Yeah. And he's about the only big name on this list. I mean, if you want to count, I mean, Hayward and Casey, I think, are, are bigger names. They're not top-tier guys, but, I mean, Derek Barnett had an okay game. Where are the big names at? They're hiding. I mean, J.J. Watt, I guess, is on here, but... yeah, A lot of your big-name guys are hiding, and um, you know, Sam Hubbard, at least in this league, had another double-digit day, so... He he just continues to produce, um, um, so thought I'd bring that up here. Uh, looking at linebackers, so linebackers has been dominated by pass rushers, which is so terrible. Uh, but we have Kyle Van Noy as the top guy, Devondre Campbell second, Joe Schobert third, Nick Quakowski. At fourth, and again, monitor that situation with Roquan Smith, because if Roquan does not play, then Quake Kowski very well could have another nice game. Um, right. Really, really, Danny Trevathan is the backup to have there. And you could even start Trevathan when Roquan's there. So uh, if you're looking to add somebody and you're in a shallower league, they're both probably available. I picked up Trevathan um, Sunday afternoon to to get a replacement for Smith, and uh, he didn't do too bad. Apparently, I should have picked up Quate because he had a big game. Uh, Jordan Hicks came in at fifth. I think he's just getting so much opportunity. Um, If I'm an owner, though, I might think about trading him just because the guy can't stay healthy to save his life. Maybe he does this year. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd try to sell him if I can. Uh, Terrell Suggs here Definition of boom bust Last week did absolutely nothing This week had 24 points in this league Uh, A couple sacks Um, Playing the Bengals next week I think is a good play So if you're, you're playing the matchup game With him I think next week's a good matchup I don't start Suggs Every week but pick and choose Bad offensive lines He can still wreck at his age Uh, Shaq Thompson was seventh. Devin Bush, who looks like a beast, was eighth. Nick Vigil, ninth. Blake Martinez, tenth. Mark Barron, eleven. And Jalen Smith came in at twelve. And. Yeah, I mean there there's some big names on here, but some some guys there's not as many pass rushers on it this week as there was in the right. previous weeks. I mean, uh Shaq Barrett was just outside. At thirteen, um, yeah. I'm still not sell now why you can, is my advice.
0: Zach Cunningham's played pretty well. He was one that's just outside the top twelve as well. He has. I think he's and played so well, well this
1: season. Michael Kendricks, uh you know, surprisingly.
0: And another one. I apologize for keep interrupting with these injuries. This microphone setup got me off off my thing, so I wasn't quite as prepared. But Ryan Connolly, the rookie for the Giants, is out for the season with an ACL tear. He was yeah. making some noise. I mean, he was the talk of the IDP world there for a little bit. So, mm, not for me, probably. But <laughs> well, all
1: <laughs> you know, right. He, he was. Here okay I mean he did have a couple nice weeks so but which he's, I, I mean he I was a speculative of, ad I guess for me and then
0: I'm kind of surprised that Lorenzo Carter has not made a bigger deal for them or made a bigger impact
1: yeah Marcus golden's been the better yeah guy which I don't I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know maybe, maybe just maybe we were just seeing things at Georgia but I'm pretty sure carter's a good football player but
0: i think so too it's just interesting that he's not made a bigger because i was one that was really high on him going into this year i thought okay yeah we both you know were. year year two he's going to get a significant run he's going to do fairly well and uh so far it just hasn't really happened
1: yep and you know i don't know <laughs> that's what if his name was bobby that'd work just fine um moving on to my favorite position cornerback oh joy well some of your favorites are up here uh Bashad breeland is one of my favorite uh guys just because people are gonna throw on the chiefs because they're gonna be coming back most of the time Uh it wasn't really the game script this week but there's that word i hate again game script but anyway um the, the the game plan was probably to run and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and the Lions did a good job, uh, but they did pass quite a bit. And uh, Bashad Breland was there uh, for a lot of those. Um,
0: Our boy he was back. Made an impact.
1: Yes, Desmond King finally yeah. showed up. Uh,
0: I think it was just a him. slow start, man. I mean, yeah, no, I was so surprised this year... He's a free agent in this league. I want to pick him up. i was <laughs> <laughs> so surprised at how many owners were dropping key players or wanting to trade them. You know, your your um, Calais Campbell, your J.J. Watts, your Aaron Donalds, your Desmond King. That was one that I got lit up about the first few weeks of the year. Oh, your boy's not doing anything. <laughs> and I had it,
1: dropped Jalen Ramsey and picked him up. You suck.
0: I'm in this league. You suck. But, uh, <laughs> um, beat you to yeah, it. Yeah, you did. I didn't even catch that. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's just a slow start. He had, what, one and a half sacks this past week? So that shows you they're back to using him as that blitzing corner, which there's a few teams in the league. Tennessee does it with Ryan Logan. Pittsburgh likes to do it with Mike Hilton. Uh, Chargers, of course, with King. But there's a couple more. They really love to use that slot corner type player to just come just barreling off that corner. And uh, for, for corners, sacks are huge. So if you can get a, a corner that's getting sacks or pressures, that's really big.
1: It's Logan Ryan, by the way. Who did I say? Ryan Logan.
0: Close enough. <laughs> anyway.
1: Right. See, this just- is
0: why. No better content if you had a it in there. Divorced. I'm sure some there? other some other people probably like what? Huh? Do I need to go back there? Divorced?
1: No, you don't. That's very, that's very <laughs> funny. So I'm, I'm okay with my mistake. It was very funny. Just, Guy I has can't... two first names. I guess I don't know. Whatever. Janoris <laughs> Jenkins was third. We're talking about corners for too long. I I, I gotta cut it off here. Oh. Uh, MJ Stewart was fourth. Uh, Quinton Dunbar is fifth Marcus Peters sixth He had the pick six Thanks Jameis Um, JC Jackson from New England Was seventh Uh, Chidobe Awuzie was eighth Xavier Rhodes closed Was ninth X gonna give it to you I don't have that here Or else I'd play that X gonna give it to you Do I? No I I thought I downloaded something like that But No Not here Oh well
0: Give me just
1: a second, uh, I'll have it for you. Well, we're, we're fine. We don't need
0: right. the uh, dirty
1: version of D, uh, DMX making me edit uh, stuff this week.
0: Well, you got to earn your keep.
1: Uh, Justin Coleman straight. was 10th. Justin Coleman was my waiver ad. I think he gets more of an opportunity to play on the outside, not just as a slot corner for Detroit, oh. as he really showed himself very well. He only had two pass defended, but one of them was in the end zone. Uh, Which you know the the Detroit still lost, but it was still like a a game-changing play that forced, um, I think it forced a forced a fourth down, um, yeah, or at least you know kept them out of the end zone for that play. Uh, Carlton Mm -hmm. Davis from Tampa was 11, and Ross Cockrell from the Panthers was 12th. Um, the Panthers played very well, well defensively. Yeah. Houston couldn't do anything. And that was without Dante Jackson, which is pretty remarkable.
0: Right. So uh, I, w-
1: I wouldn't really play Ross Cockrell, but, you know.
0: Right. And uh, Justin Coleman, he's a former Tennessee Vol. What's up? He's a former um, Seahawk. Go Hawks. He was. He was. Um, don't you think, kind of off topic just for a second, don't you think – the Lions have surprised you so far this year with
2: they how have, they played?
1: They have been surprising, although they have been such a roller coaster team because they look like they look like they had the Cardinals beat and then just let them walk right back in and tie them.
0: But I thought they played so great last week despite they losing. I thought they played extremely. I thought they played just about as well as you could play they and did. still lose. I
1: mean, without I Slay. Mean, right. I, um without actually they were i mean hawkinson was missing the second half of the game pretty much after falling on his back um, right very hard on the turf um but yeah i'm impressed with them as far as a team they their their offense looks to be pretty wide open their defense held mahomes out of the end zone but they did they still kind of folded when the game counted so I don't know. But uh, moving on to safety, uh, Eric Weddle was number one. Eric Weddle coming back after getting like punched in the face or something the week before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> two weeks
1: two weeks ago, I guess that was. Uh, but Taylor Rapp left this game with an injury. We didn't talk about that. I don't have any update. I just remember. I don't either. The game. Uh, Eric Harris from Oakland. He had a pick Rock. six, I believe, off of uh, brisket. Von Bell had a nice game jabril peppers who uh, you know a lot of people wanted to hate on him in the off season they did um i i, I liked him in the off season but um he's, i did he's too performing. but i, I
0: just kind of felt he would be a little overshadowed by antoine bethea he's not <laughs> <laughs> right uh Jerm, jermaine whitehead from the
1: Browns got an opportunity to play since their entire secondary is basically hurt apparently. And that's why I, I had Baltimore winning that game by by a pretty sizable margin and because I, I figured no corners like for the Browns and right. no safeties pretty much and they still pulled out the victory showing that depth know, on
0: defense they have. I really kind of like what. Baltimore's doing. I wish they still had C.J. Mosley. I wish they still had Darius Smith. Some of these guys. Yeah, that's but, the
1: thing. They, they don't have those guys and they're not able to play defense like they, should. they
0: used right. to. Right. But I think what their philosophy is Mark Ingram pound it, pound it, pound it. And I think he's a perfect complement to Lamar Jackson with his style. So if they could, like you said, if they could get some help on defense, this is a very capable and dangerous team.
1: They've lost two straight, and they look like world beaters against two very bad teams. So I I they did. think they might be a little overrated. Really? See, I'm well, like I mean,
2: I'm The with Browns you the aren't
1: defense. a good team, and the Browns took them to the woodshed. They did. We we had the Browns pumped up to be like Super Bowl I aspirations. Did. The whole world did
0: i didn't everybody I didn't thought know. baker
1: baker mania took over everybody thought that the browns were gonna whoop everybody's butt and that's not the the team that they have right
0: now no i will admit I, I did expect they are, them.
1: They're average
0: hey, well the see, browns I, are I, average i, I kind of disagree i, I would because are, are they good
1: are they bad are they average
0: their record says they're average and you are, as the. You are goes, what, what your record, record says,
1: says you are.
0: You are, but <laughs> I fully did not. I'll admit it. I did not expect Tennessee to go in there and just walk them like a freaking dog. I did not expect that.
1: Most people had the Browns 3 and 1 at this point of the season, which but is I, one game off, but they didn't look I good. I think they're,
0: they're better than what their record is showing slightly. I think Baker is going to be good. He's still making mistakes, he's still young. I like the receiving group with Jarvis Landry, OBJ. Losing Joku hurt him, I think. It did. But Ricky the... Seals Jones! He did. He did. Love Nick Chubb. Love Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: just, I'm have... just
1: saying, every... if you ask people all over, off season, everybody's hyped about the Browns.
0: They did. They, they did. are
1: very average. I'm just... my My point in this whole thing is they're just an average team. They're not they 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 need to take a step. Baker needs to take a step is what needs to happen.
0: He does. Baker's been think... a
1: huge letdown compared to what everybody thought he was going to do. They said he's got all these toys. I agree. He's got agree all these guys, like he's got the guys. He's getting Callaway he back this week. So it's put-up-or-shut-up time for him because...
0: And I think he will improve. I, I, I do. I, I see that because I have him in a number of leagues. Yeah. Uh, I want to say probably, I mean, you just discussed 40-plus leagues, whatever. But I probably have six to eight shares of him. Yeah. So I do think he's going to be better than what he's shown.
1: Yeah,
0: But I don't think he's quite a world-beater right now.
1: Thing is, the I, AFC North is a dumpster fire. You got Cleveland, is. Baltimore, and two terrible, god awful teams. Oh god, Pittsburgh's no good. They're done. Their defense is pretty good, but they're they're not going to dink and dunk their way to the playoffs.
0: Nope. I agree. So
1: so they're done. The Bengals Cincinnati's are done. garbage. The Bengals are absolutely horrible. There just seems to be, I guess, a five per. It, it's it's.
0: But that's going to feed into the hype, though, because you've got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati who are basically done. I mean, we'll chalk it; they're basically done. You said it: Ravens are two and two. They've got some issues on defense, so this is going to allow a team like Cleveland, who has weapons with Baker, who is not set the world on fire, but he's going to be good enough to keep them in it, keep them in the top two positions, I believe. One or two in that division, and that's probably going to be good enough to get them in the playoffs. I think Cleveland makes it still, because I just don't know that Baltimore or that defense can really shut people down like they have in the past when they needed to. They can't. I think they're going to have to outscore people where Cleveland still has some pieces on defense. Now they need to get those two corners back. They really do ward and greedy even though he makes you string tackles they really need to get those two back but with miles garrett olivier vernon um, larry oakenjobe up front sheldon richardson uh joe sherbert i mean they've got the pieces on defense so i think in my opinion i like where they're at now i don't have them as the next super bowl contender you know they're not going to go from worst to first or whatever but i see them making the playoffs I, I, do. I i'll stand on that hill i think they get in all
1: right so a five minute diatribe here about the browns jermaine whitehead you? was number five. Hey, you get uh, me started Tra- That's what Tra- have. tracy walker was number six uh he's been a pleasant surprise this year uh tavon wilson was seventh right. justin reed was eighth playing against his brother uh Kyrie <laughs> willis he was my waiver ad two weeks ago. He had a down week last week, but uh, at, right on cue, Clayton Gaithers having some injury issues, uh, and Kyrie Willis jumps in the top what do, tier.
0: What do you really think about Willis for the rest of the season? Because I've actually picked I him love up in a Willis. couple places.
1: I have Willis in most of my league. I mean, I drafted him in a lot of leagues, so I have him on taxi squads.
0: Do you uh, think of? I, I
1: kinda,
0: uh, hooker expendable in, in a way, if he plays well.
1: I kind of said before the season, they could get rid of both of them because they got um, – who else did they have? <clears throat> they took Kyrie Willis and somebody else. They took – Oh,
0: um, uh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, man, slipping and burn. Man. Kyrie Willis. They
1: took a, a guy that plays free safety, basically.
0: Yes, yes, they did. I can't man. So I both
1: can't. of them are expendable, especially if they're always injured.
0: And See, I've never been a big hooker fan because – This injury stuff, you know, I joke with Boses and all this, but Hooker has literally been since his days in college at Ohio State. It's been hamstrings, knees. I mean, every year it's something with him. He is just snake bitten with injury. So, you know, players like that, I've said it before, I'll let another owner, no matter how talented he is, let another owner worry with is he going to be available each week.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's Marvel Tell who's actually Mar-vel playing the corner. Tell and Willis I think could take the the safety jobs. Rock Yasin. just rock all the rookies back there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Willis, we he's at nine. Devin McCourty was at ten. John Johnson the third at eleven, and Ronnie Harrison has been a model of consistency.
0: Yes. Um, the one we thing that he, on
1: he did leave. If, the game, I believe with an injury or had some injury issues during the game. Um so you definitely want to check out the um injury report on Friday and Saturday to see if these guys are going to be available. Who is going to be available? If not, you need to go to a backup plan and you can hit us up for what we think that backup plan would be. Um and just whether to- it's somebody on your wire or whether it's somebody um that you just have laying around whatever quick
0: touch is. on uh, Devin mccourty got a lot of questions on uh, reddit for him uh, you know i put him in my stock market report you know he's had an interception all four games that pace just like shaq barrett's sack pace that's not going to stay that's not going to keep up all season of course yeah, but not. but he's red hot i mean i think while he's making plays you've got to play him um, and he's one of the better safeties right now. So, you know, while, you know, he's not going to, like I said, he's not going to keep the interception pace up, but uh, he's going to make a lot of plays. I think looking at his um, pass deflections or pass breakups, it's sh- he's getting them. So he- he's showing you that the opportunities are there. So he's going to be a really good player for you. This
1: this Patriots defense has just been, I mean, granted, Screw they, they get the play. <laughs> The Jets twice, the Dolphins twice, the Bills twice. They get to play Washington this week. They are the easiest schedule in the league somehow, even though they're supposedly the world champion, which is a joke. They got to figure out how to fix that because...
0: Hater, hater.
1: Uh, You know, the... (laughs) The Titans could win the Super Bowl every year if they had such a cakewalk like the AFC East is every year. What well, Jesus, I don't
0: don't don't put that pressure on them because I don't know that they could right now.
1: I'm just saying when you don't play the Jets, Jets twice, Dolphins twice, Bills twice, there's 6 wins pretty much every year guaranteed.
0: I'll, yeah. For the most part, yeah, yeah. And you agree. only have
1: to win three or four more games to give you ten.
0: Well, I will say the Bills are a lot better team than they. Well, yeah, been the I Bills was. are
1: a lot better, and, and if actually if there wasn't a cheap shot, Josh Allen probably would I, have led them back in that game, but.
0: Yeah, um, I think they, they are. If you're if you're picking a team, they're probably the one team that could could uh, challenge the Patriots. I don't think it'll happen because they're just too dominant. But if you want right. to pick a team, they're probably second.
1: All right, we got to pay some bills. Let's hear from DraftKings. Pay those bills. dynasty sports membership at dynastyfootballfactory.com and DraftKings um, I've I, I've had some okay luck with DFS this year F- FanDuel I'm making some money on I, I have not with DraftKings
0: I've kind of not played any of the daily or stuff like that I've just kind of uh, I'm sure I will at some point here in the next few weeks I've just kind of all my leagues, all my teams in all the leagues have kind of been competitive, so I've kind of been focusing on that right now, but uh I usually do okay in those.
1: Yeah. So, uh we have uh, Debbie Diamond for this week. Three have trades. I didn't have any trades ready, so.
0: I got to be honest, this whole microphone setup just threw me completely off kilter. Was it ready?
1: I, I had some... uh
0: but so i do all, have offense some offense only
1: trades but we're not going to talk about them
0: okay um if you'll give me just a second what we will do and this may be something i know we talked about a new segment maybe this is something we mean you'll discuss it later uh some reddit stuff it's some um it's a week it's a weekly thing i do on reddit question and answer and i also do a who do you start or sit thing um so here's one right off. I'll read them, Dan, and you can kind of fire away because I've already kind of answered some of these. No, right. um, would you drop Everson Griffin for Ziggy Anza? I no. really need help at defensive end. My two starters are Marcus Golden and Griffin. Names available. I'm assuming this is waiver wire. Are Hayward Dunlap, Buckner, Atkins, Tuit, Casey, Davenport, Williams, Simon, Reader, Flowers, and Ogba and Anza. Um, I would no not. One Anza,
1: pick. definitely not. Yeah, because Anza's I gonna be hurt in a week. I would maybe pick up Hayward,
0: Dunlap, or Buckner for sure. Maybe even uh, well, Casey or Davenport. Before I would pick up Anza, yeah.
1: I would keep Griffin over Dunlap and over Buckner. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. So, so to answer your question, no, do not drop no, Griffin.
1: I wouldn't drop Griffin.
0: But I, I, would I would drop Anza.
1: Well, he's saying to pick up Anzo. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. So no, I, I want Griffin over there. Well, his
0: other starter would be Marcus Golden. So I would probably drop Golden and pick up Hayward Dunlap or Buckner. I guess Golden's list is at the end of this league. Must be. It doesn't say what league he's in.
1: I mean, that's a that's a gold mine there because he's playing outside linebacker. Not a gold mine. I shouldn't say that, but I mean right. that's a that's a beating a position basically because he's not playing that. Um, so yeah, nah. I'd, I'd stick with your guns. I mean there there's no name on that list. I mean Hayward had the big week, right? But that doesn't mean it's going to continue. Right. It's definitely probably not going to continue. I
0: mean yeah. So I would not trade Griffin, or drop Griffin for Anza. Definitely not.
2: Okay. Next.
0: Up next is, and some of these are just kind of whatever, is Carlos Dunlop a good pickup? And that's all the info I have. I,
1: uh, um, I guess. I'm I mean, going to he, say he's, he's decent. A, he's a vet. He's decent. He, he plays most snaps. Uh, for his team he's normally gets about 8 to 10 sacks a year so yes if you have space if you have a need if you have you know it's 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 kind of hard to answer a question like that when you don't have a roster you don't have you know who you'd have to drop to pick him up stuff like that you know it's right. i mean the short answer is yeah he's worth taking at what cost you know if it's free because you had dropped you have an ir spot i mean but i'd like to see who else is available too because if he's right. the best available
0: he didn't really say uh kind of a short
1: Yeah, yeah. Question,
0: and I try to get these guys to uh, give me as much info as possible because, like we tell our listeners, the more info you can give us, league, size, waivers, all that, the better answer we can give you. But uh, he may be a newbie, so. uh,
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) and, and I mean, even offensive leagues, I think nowadays it's just if you don't give the full scope I mean, I know it's a lot to type, and you don't always want – you just want a quick answer sometimes, but right, the more info you can provide with the people you're trying to get advice from, the better the advice is going to be.
0: And we've talked about this a lot. You know, IDP really doesn't have a standard scoring. But I don't know that 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 really matters because, as you know, me and you are in a number of leagues together. And they're so different from each other. I think that's where all of fantasy is going. I mean, yeah. these leagues are so different nowadays. You, it's, you know, these standard scoring and and setups are kind of thrown out the window, yeah. so to speak. So, uh, real um,
1: quick before we hit the next one, uh, a okay. little little plea to the audience here. All um, right. So we we got a couple things that we we're, we're talking about doing. We have a couple things that we would like some people to do for us. Uh, number one would be uh, to rate and review the show. That yes, would be please. great. On iTunes, especially. okay, On iTunes, we have 25 star rankings. We're five out of five, which is awesome. So thank you, all of you who have done that. Uh, rank or rate and review. Uh, but I'd like to see at least like Twenty-five. I mean, baby steps upward. It helps us get seen. It helps us to, uh, you know, promote bigger and better things. Um, speaking of bigger and better things, we we have been throwing around an idea, and
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, didn't,
1: I didn't tell Daryl we were going to discuss this on air. But I figured Uh-oh. we would we would see if there's a need. Okay. So we would like to, to kind of poll our listeners to see if uh if having a patreon account with with a uh a show and i think i got the title for it here <laughs> hollywood's happy hour there we go if a patreon show uh kind of a bonus show that we would probably do uh like on friday nights or something like that uh um, would be something that the people would be interested in And it would be a little bit more uh, laid back. Not that we're, you know, (laughs) not that this train is ever necessarily on the track very much at all. Uh, But is is there a want or a need for more of Dan and Daryl and mainly Daryl? Okay, this would be Daryl's baby here that I'll just kind of hit record. uh, I'll hit record. I'll go leave the room and just let him (laughs) talk and do whatever. Uh, Lesson about... has
0: kind of agreed to uh, let me uh, be unfiltered and kind of just free reign it a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, if it's a Patreon show, it would be a, a private feed for our Patreons only. So, you know, and uh, you probably still won't get me to curse too much, but, you know.
0: That's all right. I'll make a. Daryl can
1: go free reign, and Daryl Unleashed <laughs> is a uh, sometimes scary proposition. <laughs> but we would have some guests on. It would be we, we would do some IDP stuff. I think uh, during the season, uh, an injury roundup would probably be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I forgot. I think we used to record on Friday nights uh, with oh, our schedules. Did? We did. Um, and we used to have the injury roundup, which was really helpful when it came to who was out, who was in for Sunday for Saturday morning for right. you guys. Uh, now, we would try to do this live. I'm not sure how that would work with the Patreon, though. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to work out some kinks.
0: And if this, if enough people want this, I may even uh, uh, begin to open up my true dream of being a lounge singer. I may uh, grace you all with some of that. So
1: They'll ask you <laughs> to pay them to listen to that, I'm sure. So, that's not the way that, that was works. Coming.
0: That's not the way Patreon works. I knew Patreon that was coming. Works, so.
1: <laughs> We'd also like, you know, I don't know, you know, we'll we, come up
0: we, with some stuff.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely. Uh, this is again in in the very incubated uh, stages of of thing. We might kick around a uh, a practice show or two in the next couple of weeks
0: to yeah and see if it'll work. Something see up. if we
1: can jive here.
0: I hadn't talked to Dan, but maybe this is if this comes to. Uh... If this comes to fruition, maybe we can uh, do some um, uh, games or something like that where we maybe give a prize or two away. Um, maybe we'll give some a special Patreon insight where a special pickup maybe or a special drop, you know, something special that you don't really get anywhere else on our show or on the site with us. So we'll think of some things to come up with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll kick around some ideas, get them uh, going here. We, we again, nothing is. Uh, we we just started talking about this the other day, so um, so let us know what you think. Hit us up in our DMs. Uh, you know, tweet at IDP Nation if you want more of us. Uh, if you want some Hollywood's happy hour, I think is the the. the or, or
0: we'll even let them vote. I'll put up a poll and we'll run it for a while hollywood's happy hour or hollywood on tap
1: alliteration dude hollywood's happy hour <laughs> triple h
0: Fox me a- oh man you can't do that to me because i'm not a triple h fan <laughs> dude oh no i'm stone cold all the way hey brother oh oh no speaking of uh See, that might be something else. I may have to break out my Randy Savage impression on the Patreon oh, account. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. I like I said, I'll just, hey. I'll just hit record. I'll let you run. <laughs> so I, I'll watch some TV. <laughs>
1: I'll just got to be here to tell a joke every now and then. and uh, A bad dad joke, I'm sure, because that's all I tell. Um, but I yeah. get to
0: do my curls while I'm doing this. And, oh, yeah. oh well, yeah, a-
1: that's the thing. If you want to hear Daryl get drunk on air he's not doing that right now you'll hear him in a have, second
0: i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but anyway um speaking we'll of wrestling uh me and and sipes from uh the dynasty trades hQ show we we are both in a wrestling themed uh league and this week uh we had oh, our what? pay-per-view. And we have I, we have a bunch of guys that you'd recognize. You know, we have uh, James the Brain is in this league uh, from the the Superflex Super Show, I think, is what is he's on. Uh, oh, wow. J, J Mike from the Open Bar is in this league. Cool. And we have uh, Chris uh, Svoboda is the commissioner of this league. He gets to keep track of all this stuff that he piled into this league. It's a fun league because every four weeks we do a pay per view.
3: Oh so, wow, that's cool. Uh,
1: so you would like my team name is Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, so I, I now have the, the title belt and me and Sipes are the tag team champions in the league so so me and Sipes defended our tag team champions this week and I won the championship back off of the Undertaker they beat me a couple weeks ago but I came back
0: win my so I gotta ask I know this is kind of off topic of what we're doing with our show but um, I'm also in a wrestling related uh, wrestling theme related uh, league with Ivan he's the one that runs it you know Ivan we're in a couple leagues with him Um, so it's called Degeneration Dynasty League uh, Degeneration X but uh, my team is um, I took over uh, Orphan and I am the Anvils Named after Jim the Anvil Nineheart. Um, uh, okay. what's your all's team name? I'm curious to see. Well I'm stone called Steve Austin. So Oh yeah. Yes. So So you and Sipes were running that team together. Well no.
1: Sipes oh. is the Brock Lesnar of
0: the oh. Paul
1: Heyman team. Oh, yeah. So Brock Lesnar. So yeah. So we we. And the thing is, like, we, we, it's a cool league. We draft separate, like, you know, half the rosters on Raw, half the rosters on SmackDown. Before the season, they have a draft to draft different things. And there's brand, you get, it's a bankroll league. So you get money for winning the championship. So, so Svoboda, I need my 10 bucks for (laughs) winning the championship. Uh, by the way, um, and, you know, like I said, he runs these pay-per-views every four weeks. Uh, you know, so this week was Money in the Bank. So two of the, one of the teams from each division now gets a chance to challenge me for my title anytime. Pretty much, they can say I'm challenging the champ this week.
0: Oh wow, that's cool.
1: So, yeah, that's it, different. That's very different. It adds a different element. It's a, it's, it's nothing through the site. It's just all on a Google spreadsheet, basically.
0: But that's still cool. cool, though. I mean, yeah. I love those little, uh, what do you call them? Tweaks or yeah. uh, different nuances to leagues. I, to me. That appeals more than anything because you can go sign up for any IDP league or any redraft league or any offensive league. It's the ones that have a unique twist yeah. or unique whatever to it. That's the ones that appeal to me.
1: Yeah, and and this is very unique. It's an offense only league, so you know you're probably like, oh no, it doesn't have defense, but you know, I, it's a fun I, league.
0: I admit I have a couple offensive only leagues. You know, one of them's uh, it's an all Tennessee ball. Fan yeah. league, so you know I do have a few. There's not many, but I have yeah. a few.
1: But uh, but yeah, as I said, that's it's pretty cool to bring up here since. Uh, but, anyways, getting off track here, okay. we, can, we can talk some wrestling, wrestling too. You know.
0: Okay, so here's our next one. Getting back to Reddit a little bit. All right. Um, so I'm rating ge- review and a poll.
1: Yes, Coming please actions. do that. Let us know.
0: Um, I guess this is. Man, and if you guys are listening, please give us more information because it really helps. So I'm guessing this is a pick one
1: Okay.
0: of who do I start. I'm not real sure. It just says Shaq Barrett at New Orleans, Shaq Thompson versus Jacksonville, or Devin Bush versus Baltimore. I told him to go with Devin Bush.
1: I'd probably say that too. Uh, A lot of running going on. Uh, in that game, probably. Shaq Barrett...
0: I know I mean, you don't like him. I'm higher on him than you are. I say ride that train while he is on it. Yeah, but and it's it,
1: good. I don't think this is the week to do it because New
0: Orleans okay. does protect the quarterbacks pretty well. You know what? I didn't think the Rams was a good game for him, and he he had a sack and an interception. So, it, if the, it, the I Rams, will say this. Yeah, the Rams are... As good as
1: they if were. If you're last skeptical
0: year. like you are, if you are skeptical and you own Barrett like you are, let's say, then if he has a good game this week, then trade him right away because you're probably going to get the I most trade you're him get. this week. That's what I'm saying.
1: He's, his pace is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, is, who's the other guy? Shaq Thompson. Um, it was Shaq Barrett versus New Orleans, Shaq Thomas or Thompson, excuse me, versus Jacksonville or Devin Bush versus Baltimore.
1: I would go Bush, Thompson, Barrett in that order because I think Barrett does not get a sack. New Orleans is very good at protecting their quarterback. Um, They're not really making Teddy hold the ball that much. So, I mean, if he gets a sack, it's going to be because Teddy gets down before, you know, because that's kind of how Dallas got one of their sacks last week was he just kind of fell down. Or he's trying to get back to the line of scrimmage and kind of got sacked just short. So I, I'm, I'm tending to think it's going to be hard for him to get a sack in this game. Right. Um, it, It's not because of my hate. I'm just looking at it as the Orleans <laughs> does protect. I mean,
0: they Drew Brees is a
1: back there, but they, they, they're always towards the bottom in sacks. Or, and towards I well bottom or top, whichever you consider it uh, in sacks allowed. Like, they have the least amount. Most times, right. um, and I think Thompson—he's been playing a lot of coverage. There's no guarantee he'll get tackles. Whereas I think Bush creates plays in the backfield because he is is a dart. All I just right. like that talent. And, and against no, I... Baltimore, Baltimore is going to run a lot up the middle with Gus Edwards and, and Mark Ingram. You know they do those uh, those. Um, zone reads with with lamar jackson and when the inside guys keep it that's an easy tackle for for bush i think
0: right
3: because i don't think he's going
1: to be the one spying i think they're going to have dupree or watt spying you know for that zone read rather than bush so
0: right okay so our next one here um, one we'll more be... and then
1: we got to wrap this up because we're okay. almost at two Okay,
0: hours, you just we're, tell me when
1: to stop we're, we're at 145 so.
0: I know your son's done set 12 hours ago you're past your bedtime grandpa's got to go to bed it is past my folks.
1: bedtime you're right
0: how, how are you going to do this Patreon show man I mean come on you're just going to hit record and go take a nap ain't you exactly
1: <laughs> wake me up when it's done I'll hit
0: stop and I'll be texting you. your phone will be buzzing hey Dan stop it we're done you can bring on guests you guys can have a ball and i'll just kind of
1: produce i'll I'll just i'll just shut up and let you go run with it. you know
0: what's going to happen it's going to be like three o'clock in the morning you're going to be like what in the hell i'm not staying up till three in the morning but yeah but you'll wake up and you're going to be like this dude's still going (laughs) anyway anyway so our last one uh let's see i'll pick a good one here looks like this guy's put the most information um at what point ah this is something we talked about a little bit, touched on it, slow starts. Um, at what point do you consider benching Donald? One and a half points per tackle, 0. 0.75 per assist, two for a lock, tackle for a loss, six for interception, four for sack, four for forced fumble. Both of my backups, Ogan Joby and Aishon Robinson, have been consistently outscoring Donald Joby, in particular, has been on a
1: tear this season. I was uh, going to ask who you got to back up, because I have this decision to make, and DeForest Buckner is starting ahead of Aaron Donald in my lineup this
0: week. So although, are you benching uh, Donald and starting those two? Or
1: Well, Ashton Robinson is on a bye this week, so that makes that decision slightly easier. Ogan Joby, I'd probably... Yeah, I can't not start Aaron Donald. I guess,
0: I guess he's joking. talking about rest of the season because he says, at what point do you consider benching him? So, you know, if, if Robinson's on a bye, then naturally he's going to start him. But... You, you
1: consider benching him, but this week's not the week to bench him. Uh, against Seattle, he's he normally gets Wilson once at least. So don't bench him this week. He might get him twice this week. Yeah. Um, <sighs> But then if he gets a sack in this game, you're going to start him next week and the week after and they'll be it. You know how they say on offense don't sit your studs. I do.
0: Basically. And that
1: was one of the replies to this question. That's I think that's a don't sit your studs. I mean, I got I've def- now Ogan Joby's a very good defensive tackle. I'm not slighting him, but he's not Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner.
0: Do you see a scenario where you would Bench Donald. I mean, serious other than a bye week, of course, or whatever. But I, I'm. What I'm, does it take for you to say, you know what? I'm benching Donald. What What is that point? Where do you have to be? Where does he have to be play wise?
1: It would have to be a bad matchup, and no production for a couple weeks. Are we
0: saying like, I mean, here we are in week four, heading into week five. Yeah. So, at, I'll put you on. I'm going to put you on the spot here. This is I'm week, starting this week. Oh, I understand. I got you. So you're starting him this week. This is week five. We're five weeks into the season, almost to the halfway point in most seasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At what week, if this continues, do you say? You know what? I can't do this with Donald no more. He is on the bench. Is it week six, seven, eight? Do you start him all season? I mean...
1: Well, he got a sack against the Browns. He, he had did. three tackles in that game. He had three assists in the game before here um, against the Bucks. So he didn't have a terrible game against the Bucks. He's not getting it right. normal points. Uh, right. Against the Seahawks, I'm playing him. Against the Niners, I'm playing him. Against the Falcons, I'm playing him. Against the Bengals, I'm definitely playing him. Against the Steelers. I mean, this is like six games in a row. He's by week nine. Steelers, I'm playing him.
0: Bears, I'm playing him. Uh, I mean, like... So what I'm hearing is... The only game
1: I might not play him is the Cowboys in week 15.
0: I'm playing him that week, too.
1: I probably am, too. But I'm just... Say, looking at the schedule, looking at the matchups, there's no offensive line it. that scares me that much. I mean, he's gonna have some. Ba- I mean, he played the Panthers week one. They they schemed around him. Uh, the Saints in week two, they they kind of schemed around him too. And <laughs> although he broke Drew Brees' hand, so he was you know uh, right. a. a half a foot away from a sack so i mean he wasn't that far off and then the rest of the game was completely different because bridgewater was in
0: right.
1: i don't think you do you never I, you know you I'm never count, bench him
0: I'm i mean count-
1: i get the fact that oganjobi is producing at a much higher rate right now but do you really want to bench aaron donald the week he goes off
0: I get it. I, you know what? I understand it. I do. I completely understand it. And this kind of goes back to the slow start thing. He Can has you been, start 2D t- ta- tackles? That I don't know. He doesn't you, you say
1: to You want to start Dogen Joby? I get that. I mean, Ashawn Robinson is a no for me. It doesn't matter. I'm never benching uh, Aaron Donald for A'shaun Robinson.
0: If you're only starting one of these... I'm
1: starting Donald.
0: I'm starting Donald. Yeah, I agree. You know, even though it's a slow start, even though teams are scheming around him, even though he doesn't have, as I mentioned, Ndamukong to alleviate some pressure off of him. You know, you mentioned it. Start your studs. That's, I that's mean, a
1: Joby has good matchups, except for the Patriots in Week 8. He
0: does, but um, I think you still start Donald. I mean, this is one yeah. of the... What am I trying to say here? I'd this say is one of the two.
1: I mean, your defensive end. I mean, unless your linebackers are studs, looking at you, look at your points in your league. If if these guys are outscoring your your fourth linebacker, then start to detackle. I mean,
0: according to what he's got here, and I don't know the well. We went over the scoring, but he yeah. says Joby and Robinson have been consistently outscoring Donald. Joby, in particular, has been on a tear this season, which is true. He has, he has three and I, sacks. So if a bye that. week is an option, then yeah, Donald sits, of course, on a bye week. If you're starting two of these, then yes, Donald definitely starts in place of one of these. But if you're starting two of these, I don't know how you can sit Donald. I mean, I know I wrote the piece 20... Twenty sacks means you've peaked and all that, blah blah blah, and and there's truth to that. If you go read it, there's truth to that. There is, but like you said, there's a there's a, a common rule: start your studs. I think you got to start Donald. I really do. You'll be I kicking
1: mean, yourself when Donald gets three sacks and you're like, I should have played him.
0: Yeah. Now I think I will say this: if we're week eight, nine, and ten or further and he's still slacking, then, yeah, you consider, you consider uh, benching him. The
1: thing is, is be- for a D-tackle, he's not really slacking.
0: True, he's true. he got a
1: sack. I mean, it's not Aaron Donald normal production, but if he was a defensive end, I'd say bench him because the value's not there at the defensive right. end. I'd rather play a few other guys. But at D-tackle? The value's
0: too great. I try it's to just- play
1: I mean, my suggestion is try to start both. There's got to be somebody not producing on your defense that's...
0: And I don't know that if this is a position specifically. It sounds if... like
1: it, because he's asking about defensive tackles yeah. specifically. So Yeah,
0: I mean, so in that case, then I think you're definitely going to start going.
1: Like I said, like one of your linebackers isn't really setting the world on fire, you know, then right. bench one of them. You know, if you can bench a corner or say, I mean, if you can bench a defensive end or something like that, play Ogunjobi Joby and Donald. I mean, I know Donald's been lacking, but like I said, these matchups coming up for Donald, he should get back on track and at least get a sack in, you know, eight of the next nine games, I'd say. Yeah. And
0: I think that's been a common theme for stars. Donald. You know, we mentioned it earlier. Donald, Campbell, Watt, these players, sure, they've gotten off to slow starts. Uh, Things have changed. Sue's no longer around. Clowney's no longer around for Watt. But at the end of the day, I think these players are just so good that they wind up getting their numbers somehow. And I think with the potential, you have to go ahead and start your stud. You have to do that.
1: And just to give you a little bit of um, insight into (coughs) season, he has three QB hits, so he's getting close. But I don't know. We have one more sponsor, uh, Scouting Academy. So let's hear from Scouting Academy. Then we'll say good night.
0: Good night.
3: Analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for a limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at
1: DynastyFootballFactory.com. Scouting Academy at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Uh, I guess their fall is underway, so winter semester you can sign up for. Uh, Daryl, anything else for the people before we
0: go? Yeah, I've got uh, one more thing. Give us your one... I know you did the waiver wire thing. Give us one that you didn't do in your waiver wire article. Give us one uh, player that you think we should pick up.
1: That I didn't write about? uh, That you didn't write about. I think... while I was researching all this stuff. You should have told me that before the Scouting Academy. I could have looked something up Sorry,
0: I kind of sprung it on you. Yeah.
1: Um that's available i picked up desmond king today (laughs) um but yeah i mean looking at the wire i mean let me see who's out there top free agents um eric Weddle's still a free agent in this league um i'd i'd take him he's a aging vet um There was, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's it's Derek Nandi. I guess actually he was one of my waiver wire ads. Um, that that's about Jermaine Whitehead is probably my guy. If uh, my if Bur- Burnett's going to be out for any longer, and Rand and/or Randall, I think they like Whitehead. He had a nice game We're for out. them. Um, so I think he's the guy that I would probably pick up that I did not write about. Um, him or like I said, Weddle is another guy. Uh Daryl Roberts is a corner to focus uh, on. He has been abused all
0: year, so you know what? And I have picked him up and I'm Philly, glad you said,
1: Philly's gonna abuse him this week, I'm sure. I
0: have picked him up in a number of leagues because his fantasy scorn has been out the roof.
1: Yes, it has been. But how about yours? What's your uh ad to put you back? It's turn it oh, right back man. on you.
0: Oh, that sucks. I wasn't ready for that. Um, I've actually picked up Desmond King a couple weeks. There you go. People uh, got
1: impatient.
0: They, they love did. some Desmond King on this show. Um, I've actually picked up some Shaq Barrett shares. Um, oh, I got one for you. And he seems to be out there in a lot of leagues, and I've picked him up in every league. If you're in a position-specific league, go pick up Jimmy moreland for the redskins yes, i'm telling you, you beat me he, to him
1: in one league i was pissed
0: yeah he's i mean he's really good i mean he's a rookie so he's he's gonna learn and they're gonna pick on him and he's gonna go through some things but i think long term he's probably gonna be one of those corners that you avoid because he's gonna be so good but right yes. now is the time to pick him up and use him so i'm gonna go with him
1: yes believe it or not we're almost two hours so yes it's time to say good night good night we've had had enough of us i'm sure Uh, i'd like to thank darius williams for coming on absolutely great interview joining us uh, from carson newman and it's time to say good night good night now go hawks they're playing tonight tighten up beat the stupid rams (laughs) nobody likes the rams
0: nobody likes the rams they suck
1: I got you to agree with me on something. Nice. I do.
0: Hey, every once in a while, we will agree.
1: I picked the Titans. They better not let me down this week. Oh, man. They will.